Go Birds Radio, presented by the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. Official sportsbook of the real Philly fan. What's going on? It's Elliot Shore Parks for my friends at Window Nation. And if you've had enough of your windows keeping the house chilly, then fight the February cold with Window Nation. Right now, replace your windows and save big with 50% off all window styles, plus zero down, zero interest, and no payments for 24 months. With proven quality and service, it's no wonder thousands have trusted Window Nation. Don't miss out. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com to schedule your free in-home estimate. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is is the Go Birds Podcast. The Go Birds podcast presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook, the all new Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. Lot to get into, but I mean, most important, bachelor party. It's the Two things days, that it's everything soon. everybody's waiting yes, for. No one cares about anything else. It's pretty much all I'm seeing on Twitter. <laughs> ESP right, so, takes Miami. Yeah, so like tell it to break it down. Like lay lay of the land. What what's coming up for you in the next couple of days? How excited or not excited about it are you? Well, what, it's so what, funny. Like, the so the people that have listened to this pod for a while know I'm a very emotional man. Yes. Right? Yes. I'm, I we wear both my, are. We're both yes, our yes. emotional people. Yes, Wear my emotions on my sleeves. Funny story, actually. When I was in probably, I don't know, fifth or sixth grade, I was in a fire prevention play in mm-hmm. the city of Philadelphia. You're an award-winning actor. And I won, winner. yeah, Zach, well, I won best actor. I didn't have a single line. All expressive face. Wow. I won the award. Look at you. So needless to say, I wear my emotions <laughs> on my sleeve. So the bachelor party. I'm like excited for it for sure. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm like super happy for everybody that's coming. Then there's also part of me that feels a lot of pressure to make sure everybody Aww, has fun. It's your like, bachelor party. I know, it's but the pressure's on them to make sure you have fun. That's the whole point of the thing. That's not how I feel though. Because uh, I feel like with bachelor uh, parties, like they're spending a lot of money to come to Miami sure, and I want to sure. like make sure they have a good time. I like, get it. My worst fear it. is we get there Thursday and it's immediately clear like, oh no, this isn't fun. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll just drink and you know, yeah, that'll make fun. it more fun. You'll have fun. So, so Thursday night, I guess I'll run through the itinerary. Yeah, why not? We I would like no, to think people care. We got nothing else to talk about. All we have is a 15 win schedule. 15 win schedule, which has already been ruined because they already announced one of the games anyway. Well, I swapped so, one of them out. So you made it real. You I, fixed it. I Yes, correct. Okay, so good. I, so it's I, still alive. I put, well, I put Minnesota week two. Yeah, that's and they're going to win saying. that game. That's yeah, so I, I've updated the 15 win schedule to okay, reflect good. what we know. So it's still possible, and they're on so the happened. road week one. Okay, so I, I updated those. Good. Um, so leave Thursday. Thursday night the Sixers are playing. They'll be shutting out the Miami Heat, so that'll be exciting. Mm-hmm. Ending be, the series. Yeah, it'll be so a good tonight, way to like start hanging out. Great vibes. Watch it at the house. Yes. Exactly. Yes. 
Hopefully, if they win, if they don't, it could, you know, people could be upset. That'd be a buzzkill. Well, the flip side of that, though, is that people in Miami could be happy when you're out in a battle. Could be some heat excitement. That's a good point. Well, here's a question. Do I want to watch it out at a bar? Oh, I or forgot. I want to watch it at a house. No one there cares. My Boom. bad. That was there my it <laughs> is. <laughs> what I was thinking. There it yeah. is. Do you think it's better to watch it out or at the house? So it's a great question. Um, I think I'm of two minds in this. I think it's it's dependent, right? Yeah. Like, if everyone gets there early on Thursday and everyone gets a chance to settle in, have some drinks and stuff, go out. Okay. Get rowdy. It's in Miami. So it'll be heat fans. It'll be fun. If it's one of those things where people are trickling in and someone's getting there at 6.30 and 7 and they'd have to, like, really rush, and it, then maybe watch there, let everyone get settled, play some drinking games, watch there, and then go out after. So, I, I mean, actually, it's a win-win, I think. I actually don't think it's fun to watch games with opposing fans. Really? I just think it's awkward and like I, I can feel like a tension of like anger you know like and I'm always worried like oh what if people get in a fight like that's like my biggest thing <laughs> it's like you know what if we go out and like one of my friends is like so anyway so yeah. Thursday night we're watching again. <laughs> probably at the house then yes I think is the Friday we rented a uh, a big boat Ooh. and so we're gonna be on the boat for four hours during the day Look so that'll be a good time it's supposed out to be nice water. needless to say I've been checking the weather all week oh yeah looks like that. it will be sunny Friday night we shall see where where the night takes us, and then Saturday having a big dinner, playing a little top golf. Ooh, I haven't swung a golf club in, I mean maybe maybe ever. Like I, <laughs> oh, wow, really? I played putt putt, so uh, like I played no, mini golf, but that's count. not like that swinging, get. you know. No, that's so, not golf. Yes, I think I've been to a driving range once in my life. Wow. Yeah. Oh wow, buddy. So it'll be fun. So I'm like both excited for it and also kind of wish it was over, just because the pressure <laughs> of it. <laughs> No. The pressure of making no! sure everybody has fun. the pressure's on them. It's your bachelor party. You're supposed to just go and not worry about a thing. You should never care in the uh, world. It's just not mine. I mean, for yours, what did you do? We went to New Orleans. I had 20, and how'd you feel? I, it was awesome. You had it's 20 one of the, people? We had tw- I had 20 dudes show up in New Orleans for my bachelor party. I only have nine people. Well, we were way younger. Like, True. We were, you know, I was like yeah. 28, 29, yeah. whatever. So it was like, we're all like, you know, right there. 29, I was. Um, yeah, I, I had 20 dudes show up to New Orleans, and we we- Lost our minds. I mean, yeah, I can only it imagine. Was, it was amazing. Like, and I think it will be great ultimately. time. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, today is Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Sixers tonight, and then I leave Thursday. So, it's crazy. It's already coming up. Have my shirt. I bought a shirt I want to wear on the boat. I've now ordered it twice to try to get mm-hmm. an express shipped mm-hmm. here. Still not here. Yes. Fingers crossed. For all the listeners, pray for me that it arrives oh, in time. Oh, we're praying. We're I praying. hope everyone yes. is. I mean, considering how much you spent on it, it better arrive in time. So, between... So between ordering it twice and paying for express shipping, I'm now at like $360 for this shirt. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> now keep in mind, I'm going to return. My whole wardrobe doesn't cost I'm going to return, you know, part of it. So, yeah, but still. Yeah. So, it, yeah. So I'm hoping it arrives in time. Yeah. Okay, I need you to loosen up and have some fun. I will. Like, don't worry about other people having fun. Worry about you having fun. That's the whole point of this thing is for you to have fun. Yes. The only reason that it's happening. It's happening because of you. It's, it's a good point. Thing. It's a good point. And I think everyone is coming in with that too. Of, of course, they, yeah. they're coming to have fun with you on your bachelor party. Yeah. So if you're listening and you hear this before Thursday or really Friday, tweet me something I should do at the bachelor Ooh, party. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Yes. Besides the obvious, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which, you know. Let me get it. Yeah. <laughs> no reason to put that. No. I will say, though, uh, we did that in New Orleans, obviously. And I will say the. Um, the fat stripper wins. I'll just say that. The fat stripper won the night. All right. It was pretty wild. It was pretty wild. No comment. Well, in terms of like we're at this strip club, like super late at night, Reverend. I'm not a big strip club guy. It's not really. Right. Big. But we're there and it's just like, you know, 
whatever. And New Orleans is awesome because there's music everywhere you go, live music. It's amazing. We're at a strip like two in the morning, three in the morning, whatever it was. Well, it's crazy and, like, how late they stay open. Oh, it's all night. And these girls just keep coming out and there's just not much going on and like no one's really reacting. It's just like a kind of strip club. Yeah. And then a fat stripper comes out and the place lost its mind. I've all never right. seen anything like it in my life. Like one dude literally made it rain. There was a dude in the front like literally going like that with the bills going like that to the fat stripper. See, it, was, gotta, it, was, it was epic. Here's what I got to do. I got to hit a parks parlay. Yes. And then I'll have more money. Because <laughs> right now the money is tight with all the. Yeah, I know. can imagine, buddy. Yes. I can imagine. Well, that'll be awesome. So no, I won't. I won't be on the show on Saturday, unfortunately. You will not. Yes. Unfortunately, Fritz filling Fritz, in. Yeah. We'll, we'll be yes. We'll, good way we'll, to put we'll it. We'll get through it. We'll get yes. through it. I'm sure he's going to bring up the Phillies a bunch of times, but you know, we'll we'll be fine without question. Um, but we'll get the report next week when you get back. Very excited to share the report. Yes. I will try. I will probably tweet a little bit. If the shirt comes and I can get a good picture of me oh, of it got to. on the boat, yeah. I will tweet that out. Yeah. <laughs> if the shirt comes, if the shirt if the comes shirt and I get a good picture on the boat, I will tweet that out. All right, I love it. All right, let's talk some birds. Uh, we'll get to the 15 So many get- people are listening now, like, please, dear God, just talk about the Eagles. <laughs> no, everyone left. It's just you and me yeah, talking just now. It's just now, us. Yeah. Now we're good. So, so this is fun. Um, I want to get to the 15-win schedule in a minute. First, a couple quick things off the top. Um, we didn't really get a chance to talk about it since he was actually released. Yes. We talked about the hypothetical of it. But James Bradbury is officially out there. The Eagles can just go sign him. Free as a bird. We've talked a lot about that second cornerback spot, what a difference it could make. Obviously, second cornerback and safety really the only two holes on the team that still need to be filled for all intents and purposes before the season starts, whether it's someone on the team or, yeah. or bring someone in. Um, what do you think about the potential for Bradbury? How likely you think it is and what kind of a difference it would make? So the first thing I would say is I think safety is a bigger need than number two corner. Like if the Eagles could sign one player of James Bradbury's caliber at either corner or safety, I think they should do it at safety. I think they have less there. When you look at the cornerback position, they have Darius Slay. Excuse me. They have Darius Slay. They have Avante Maddox. Like two of their three corners are really good. Slay, obviously close to elite, if not definitely elite. Mm-hmm. So the cornerback position I don't think is as bad as people make it out to be. Safety is where they really need somebody. But there is no caliber player of James Bradbury's caliber out there at safety. So I think it's a situation where the Eagles should look at it and say, James Bradbury makes a defense a lot better. James Bradbury can be a number one cornerback on a lot of teams. He's someone you can trust to, to cover the team's best receiver. He has experience doing it, having played in the NFC South for a long time. And a lot of receivers, I mean, a lot of teams these days have two or three really good receivers. For the first time in a long time, you can point to the Eagles and say that. Like, if you're a team playing hey. the Eagles, you need two good cornerbacks because they have two really good receivers. So there's definitely value for him. But I think if the Eagles, how they would look at it, my guess would be, A, really good player, that's number one. B, if Slay were to go down, he could fill in for Slay's It's an role. interesting thought. And I think that's the best quality he brings. Like, yes, having a really good number two corner is important and all that stuff. But ultimately, what Brad – like, they got by with Steven Nelson last year. And Bradbury's better than Steven Nelson. So if if they can bring Brad, Bradbury in and Slay were to go down, again, older, all those things, like, then you have a guy that you can go and say, like, follow that guy, shadow that number one, that number one receiver. So I think that's why it's worth it to the Eagles – um, the money, I mean, you're probably looking at 10 or $11 million in some fashion, whether all of it's guaranteed, whatever, and you just spread it out over a bunch of years. So mm-hmm. you're looking at probably a cap hit of two, you know, two and a half, whatever, if they bring him in. So it's not a lot of money. It's a really good player. It fits a position in need. From his perspective, he's, I, he's never been to the playoffs. 
Um, I think wow. I think that's important to him. I mean, Panther, the Giants make sense. They haven't been I'm forever. I'm pretty sure he never has been. It makes least. sense. I don't remember. I mean, mate, was he on the 2015 team, the Super Bowl Panthers team? No. Okay, so then, yeah, because he's only sense. been in the league, I think, six years. Okay, so that so, makes sense. Wow. Although the Panthers might have might have made a one year, but he's definitely never won a playoff. Okay, game. so I think he wants to go somewhere he can win. Um, and the Eagles look like the Eagles are that. I mean, the Eagles are a team that were in the playoffs last year. I think they're expected to make the playoffs this year. They may be slight underdog on Parks, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. but they're right in that conversation. We um, expect them to make the playoffs. Yeah, I think they they have a playoff roster, so we'll see if, if they're able and to I do think it. They're probably going to win the division, but you know, well, we'll that's for there. a preview pod. We'll but there. I'm I'm we'll I'm we'll close to being there with you. We'll get there, but uh. And I, I think like he's familiar with the division. He's played in it the last years. He knows the receivers. And also, I think it's an interesting the, point too. I wouldn't have thought about that, but that is it's an upgrade. Yeah, you know, it does matter. He they, knows these guys. Really like, know those. guys. And if you're talking about taking a one year deal where you know that like mm-hmm. that you you have to have a good year to cash in on it, familiarity helps. It Plus, does, and also you're you're not facing any like Dak is the best quarterback. I was going to say, yeah, you know Carson's going to throw you a point. few. Daniel <laughs> yeah, Jones, yeah, throw no you. Doubt, yeah. like you look at some of the other teams that have been mentioned. Like, Carson's definitely going to throw you. Right, a few. like the Raiders, like they're in probably the toughest division of football. Sure, Chiefs in their division, yeah. so also extremely tough. Yeah, like, I mean, if you're the Chiefs, then you're facing Renfro and and Avant and Devante. Yep, you're facing and, the yeah. Chargers guys. And we'll look at Mike the quarterbacks Williams you're facing, yeah, right? Like, too, if you go to the NFC East, you're only facing receivers. That's probably the best, like in terms of a division, like those. Other teams are probably the best. Yeah, you figure the Chargers. It's Chargers, Chargers Raiders, Raiders, Chiefs, Broncos. Yeah, right? Chargers, Raiders, Broncos. And if you went to the Chiefs, like all three yeah. of those teams have two I mean, you guys. You can make the argument for the NFC South just because sure. of Debo, yeah. DK, Lockett, yeah, you could. The, right? Yeah. But um, no, NFC yeah. West. Yeah. Yes, my bad, West. Not the South anymore, really. No, no, yeah, the no, South yeah. has fallen off. Um, But yeah, so I think for Bradbury, the Eagles check a lot of boxes. A, he can win with them, B, there's familiarity. And C, like, there is probably something to the fact that the Eagles are probably willing to give him a one year deal in like, test totally. whereas i don't know if every team would be willing to do that the eagles have shown they're willing to do it they did it with a lot of guys last year eric yeah, wilson yeah. anthony harris now they've done it for years none now. of them have cashed in no but they've done it, it for years they I mean, did they, it with the, Alshon. Su- the super bowl team yeah yep. exactly so i think there's definitely interest from the eagles i think there's probably some mutual interest but it's just a matter of like where he wants to go that's really all it comes down to it not and money will be a part of it but, but i think enough teams will be able to get to the same range of money or whatever yeah you're guess. not talking you know he'll have a choice he'll have a choice and i think the eagles will be one of those choices and i think it's a good choice for him i think it's a good choice for them like i think it makes a lot of sense i so. think it's a no-brainer like yeah. if he's willing to come here do it it's done yeah you know, just do it and, and, it, and look it helps a safety spot well, well that's what i was have, about to say is if we're talking about the only two needs that we really feel strongly about on this team being safety and 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 second right. corner, like, fill either one of those, and it helps the other. Yeah, it helps. Yeah. I mean, the back four is better yeah. than it was. And again, to your point, like, the Slay, if Slay gets hurt, that's a massive thing. And then if he doesn't, I mean, to your point again, there's a lot of teams with two good receivers. Yeah. I mean, it would be the best cornerback tandem since since Lito and Sheldon or whatever. And we would be one of the best cornerback tandems in the league. It would be have phenomenal. To, it right. absolutely would be. Uh, I, I to your, I just think it makes so much sense, this move right here. I mean, it's just kind of like a perfect guy dropping in their lap. And look, I mean – we heard a lot about how much they liked Zach McPherson out of the yeah. draft and all that, but like, but come on, right? Exactly, yeah. and also we the like n- saw him play barely at all last year. You know, like he, it doesn't seem like he is someone that they are super excited about after a year in the building, as you know right. they might have seen well, when they drafted him. Also, we got into this debate. I think we don't have to get into it again right now, but like. It kind of doesn't make sense to like go out and give a ton of money to AJ Brown and like go out and give a ton of money to Hassan Reddick and like kind of be all in to a certain extent. Like Jordan Davis, 
both developmental, but also a bit of a win-now player because he comes in with a pretty high floor. Nicobe in the third round, I also think a bit of a win-now player. Like, they've tried to sign a bunch of guys, all that stuff. Like, it kind of doesn't make sense to do all that and then go in with such a massive hole at such an at, at an important spot. So I think the Eagles are relatively all in. And because of that, Bradbury makes sense when you're talking about, like, if this team, we both think they're going to hit the over eight and a half. You, right now, I think, probably think they'll win more than me. But you have them at, like, nine, ten wins. I'm kind of right 10, there. 11. 10, 11, right? I will, I, I, again, things can change and all that. But if I had to make my season prediction right now without knowing the schedule and all that, I would probably do 10, but I might do 11. I wouldn't be 9. I would yeah. be above Well, nine. you'll be at 15 in a few minutes. Can't so, be, But what you can't do is, like, I understand the logic of betting on Zach McPherson to an extent. You drafted him relatively high in the you know fourth round. You want to give him a chance. But what you can't do is let a guy like Bradbury slip through, and then you get to week 4 or 5, your offense is killing it, your defensive line's good, but you have such a massive hole at corner that it's impacting you. Or, not to mention, if you get to the playoffs, like, Zach McPherson didn't even play last year. Yeah. Like, so there's that experience factor. So I think Bradbury makes a lot of sense. Now I have an off-the-wall question for you. Ooh. Would you consider moving Avante Maddox to safety? Uh, I mean, like, I would consider anything theoretically because I don't think slot corner is such an important position that you couldn't move him off it, but I would keep him where he is. He was just so good yeah. in that spot last year. And when we saw him play safety in his rookie year, was it right? Where he played I think a little it was bit, his rookie year. Um, he looked okay, but it wasn't like he was – I thought, natural, was, I thought he was solid. My memory of it was he was pretty good. Was solid, but, yeah. but, you know, I don't think he's a, a prototypical. I think you're just, you know, biting your hand to, to spite your face or, whatever, or biting your nose to spite your face. I guess face you're better off having him at a position where you know he's like 8 out of a 10 as opposed to putting him somewhere and maybe he's not as good. Yeah, exactly. Right. exactly. Like, but I think there is some interesting qualities to that in the way that they have nothing at safety. Yeah. Like, let's be real. Like, unless, They still have nothing at corner. If, they, if it was like, oh, we've got three corners, we're really good, but... Where do we fit him? Well, that's, oh, then you move Maddox, but now it's like we, we don't have corners. Well, and that's the thing. If you move Maddox, I guess who do you put at nickel then? Right, exactly. Like Zach McPherson, I think, is an outside guy. I don't know about the undrafted Yeah, I think Josh it just hurts Jacobi you more than it helps you. Ultimately. So, all right, we wouldn't do it. Okay. That's official, that. Official, official Go-Bird good. stance. We would not move Avante Maddox to say good. All right, 15-win schedule in a minute. Quickly, uh, you got to be down in Novacare this week. Uh, rookie mining camps, or last week, whatever it was, rookie mining yeah. camps actually happened. There were players on the field, Nicobe Dean. Here, not hurt, playing, what a Alive. crazy thing. Yes. Um, any takeaways from being down there? I know you didn't get to watch actual practice, but some individual drills, being around the players, mm-hmm. the, around the young guys, the, the press conference, all that. Any general takeaways? Yeah, I just think the, the rookie class as people are so impressive. Yeah. And it's kind of the second year in the row they, they've done this with Devontae, although Devontae was a little quiet, to be mm-hmm. honest, and Landon sure. is kind of, was probably a little more quiet. But these, like... Nicobe, Jordan Davis, uh, Kyron Johnson was really impressive. Cam Jurgens, like the tight end, you know, he was impressive too. But I will say, since he's going to play such a small role, it's a little harder to get like worked sure, up about him sure. looking impressive. But um, they just carry themselves so well. And a lot of times with rookies, you see them come in and they're so like shy and understandably, like these guys, you know, not all of them are coming from Georgia and Alabama. Sure. Like, they come from programs where. They don't talk to the media or they barely talk to the media or like there's not the same level of scrutiny. And so you see them early on and they're like shy and, you know, you can just tell they're not used to it. These guys come in and they're just dominating press conferences. Polished. Like Nicobe just killed the press conference. Jordan Davis comes, sits down and he like starts his press conference on how he wants to start it, saying Happy Mother's Day. Like all of them. Kyron Johnson was like, honestly, he was a little more in the, the tight end of uh, the guy Grant where I was like, all right, he's going to talk, but like. Whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah, like I'll just tweet about Nicobe. But 
he was like he like I love stole some of his the attention. Too. Yeah, I mean him talking about being like when you think of special teams, I want you to think of Kyron exactly. Johnson. I was like, that's what a six round every six well, round draft makes, pick should come into the, the NFL makes and the say pick better. every six round draft pick should come in the NFL and say that exact phrase. Like that yeah. is that is awesome, man. Well, and I think it makes a pick look better. Yeah, of course if, it does. If he's gonna be a really good special. Now he has those to guys do matter. It. Those guys matter. Yeah. I mean, we remember Chris Maragos. Like that guy couldn't play defense worth a lick. He was valuable to the team. He was worth having on your team. I think special teams are a bit like intangibles, where like the intangibles, everyone overrates them until you don't have them yeah. and you really need them. It's a great point. Special teams I are really like this. Yeah, this is a good special point. teams are like that too, where it's like everyone can mock. Oh, the, who cares? Everyone can mock a special teams player until all of a sudden you're like, you know, another punt return for a touchdown. Yeah, the offense happening? is starting at your forty every it's a great game. Point, you know, Elliot. so I love that take. But uh, I think like with Nakobe, this has happened a lot with with good reason. Like a lot of the Nakobe take has been this guy's a leader, like alpha dog. All yeah, those well, things. especially when like. All the the people. It's not just like us saying that. It's like the people on his former team, right. the people, the coaches, the Howie. And it's with good reason. I'm not diminishing it, but I don't think we're talking about Jordan Davis enough. Like in that role, like mm-hmm. I think Jordan Davis is coming. Obviously, coming from winning winning program, extremely confident. Like I could picture him leading a huddle. Like when I he's hear super him charismatic, talk, man. Yeah, very he charismatic. Really like very confident in his own skin. You can tell. Super like. You know, he just seems like a wonderful guy. Yeah, too. exactly. Like just a good human. And I think there's something to be said. Like again, we we kind of mocked it, but it's becoming more of a serious thing. Like they're friends; they're gonna come in together. Yeah. And I could, just, I love it. You know me; I'm the one who, whenever we talk about 2017, I thought we all we got, we yeah. all need the locker room, what that meant. Like I, I don't think I, that, they have that a lot of matters to me. I don't know if they have a lot of those guys. Like if you look at the roster on both sides of the ball, who would you say are like? Obviously, Jalen's a natural leader, but Jalen's quiet. Jalen's quiet. Yeah, he's quiet. You know, so it's it's, yeah, just it's different. Like you have a couple older guys he's like BG and Kelsey and stuff, but they're you know you need young guys. You right, need, like, like Kelsey's not, not really breaking down the huddle. No, Brandon, BG, sure, but BG, like, but B, thing with BG is I don't mean this as a criticism of him, but like he's so nice. He's happy go lucky. Exactly. Kind of I, like I sure. almost feel you like when I see can, him, yeah. But like, Jordan Davis could be that way too. Jordan Davis does seem incredibly true. I think Nakobe's more of a break the huddle guy. I agree. I think leadership is needed on that side of the ball. And it's not a slight of those players, but they lost a lot of it. Like with, you know, no doubt. Malcolm leading, no Cr- doubt. Chris Long, all these guys. Yeah. Like they don't have the leaders they used to. And I could picture Jordan Davis and Nicobe Dean stepping into those roles. I could too. And, and they're players you want stepping exactly. into. Exactly. And they're winners. You know, they're guys who come from, from good stocks, so right? To speak, like from college football, look, that stuff. Fletcher Cox isn't at Voluntario. Yeah. Days, you no, know, for so. Sure. Like, I, I think stuff like that matters. I do, too. And I, I think chemistry matters. I think leadership. You know, I'm a big above-the-shoulder guy. I say it with the quarterback position because I think it matters the most there. But I think it matters across the across field. Like, yeah. all these guys that uh, – all this stuff, the ability to lead, to be emotionally intelligent, to understand what players need from you, to put people in the right position. Like, the Dean stuff where it's like, no, line up over here. Like, oh, look for this. Like, all that stuff matters. So, do you want to hear – this is off topic, but one of the saddest things I have going in my life right now. Oh, you know I do, buddy. So you know I do. I, all right. So Twitter has this new thing called communities, uh-huh. where it's like a group. We should really start. A You'll go be birds surprised one. to know you don't know about this. No idea. What okay. It's basically like a group of people, and when you tweet, only those people see it. So it's let's say there's 900 people in the group. If I tweet in that group, only they see it. It does not go on my timeline. Okay. So you would it's have like to, a message you'd have to board. go to the tweet to to, to I would the group. You'd have to, to go into the community. Right. To so find it's like a message board. Yeah, it's like a message board. It. So yeah. there's a leads one, right? And I joined it, and I tweeted it, and literally 
nobody responds to me, right? Oh, but it, it's funny. so the reason I bring this up is wait, why does no one respond? I don't know. I get, I have no Do idea. Do other people tweet in there? Or is it somewhat? Just- yeah, it's not super active, but like I'll tweet something and like no one likes it or no one responds, and I keep doing it because <laughs> oh, I'm like I'm gonna become part of this. I but feel bad for you, you're making me real sad over here. So this is the this is where I was going with this. Hey, leads people, give value a little love. Exactly. Please, all right, come on. So there's a current debate going on within the Leeds community because their manager before a game showed a Gandhi quote. And people are like, what is this? Like, you, you can't be doing all these motivational quotes and all that. Ah, and it reminded me of Nick Sirianni. Sure. So I almost put in there today, hey, guys, wasn't a flower, just so you know, like, all you know, all these people over in, you know, London. You should have written it. Why didn't you? I think I might. You should. I'm a, I'm a little discouraged now. I'm but, really bummed that no one's responding. Yeah. I almost want to go in there and be like, respond to my friend. Exactly. But where I was going with this was... <laughs> Like, like the I stuff you being all hopeful. And I know, like, it's I so got funny. I'm like, I have such a good point, and like, no one responds. <laughs> I'm sticking with it though. But, yeah, you um, gotta, you gotta power through. Yeah, win them over. Where I was going with this though is this stuff matters. Like yeah. people mock it. Like you're talking about emotional intelligence. We mocked the, we mocked Jeffrey Lurie. We for did. Saying Open it your heart. And it mattered. He was it right. Mattered. He so was right. This, this thing about like where people have to like each other on the team and like. I think that really all matters. And you really pick that up from the rookies. Like, it really feels like they're bringing good people onto the team. Dude, and I think it really matters to have good people in the I agree. Room. Look, think about it. And again, it's it's different because you're playing a sport and competing and all that. But, like, just think about any job you have, anything in life. Like, you like to come to work and see people you like. You like to interact with people you like. We're all human beings. Like, it just makes work better. Right. When you're doing it with 100%. you like, it's not that hard. It's not and, that and I get that it's a profession and, like, all those things. You don't have to like everybody on the team. But it, it just helps. It certainly doesn't hurt, right? right? It certainly doesn't hurt. And who knows if it's 2%, 3%, 5% that it helps, that it right. adds, that you work better together because of that. Like, it's worth it. Yeah. So that would be my biggest takeaway. It wasn't, like, something I saw on the field. It wasn't something anybody said particularly in terms of quotes. But just the feeling there is really good. And I hate when people tweet to like, oh, the vibes are great. The vibes are the I, vibe. I hate that. But but it is But the vibes, but are, the good. vibes are great. Like but the vibes are great. That's really the only thing I can say. I love it. That makes me just the happiest. Yeah. Like that's exactly what I want to well, hear. Well you're a big vibes guy. I'm a big vibes guy. Yeah. I'm a big chemistry guy and I'm a big Nicobe Dean guy. So you know it's all working out for me. It's been what what a week of jams. Oh what a week. Yeah. Nicobe needs an eagle buddy. A month of jams. So happy. All right. Um fifteen win schedule in just a second. First Download the all-new Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. I mean, how many times do we have to tell you? To uh, how many times do we have to say, what are you doing? I know. What are you doing? What are you doing? Again, we'll say it. Download the app. We've been having so much fun. I've been losing money hand over fist. Shekels everywhere. On these basketball games. It is, it is like not. Like my bachelor been, party. Not been, shekels yeah, everywhere. not been going my way. You know, you could tell if you listen to any of our pods talking about, you know, the 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 Philly series. Yes. I've literally been wrong at every turn. So you can imagine when I bet on these things, literally wrong I've at every turn. I've been macro right. Yeah, in, in macro right, micro, micro right. right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which doesn't help with the betting. Well, That's Parks right. has an interesting actually bet for tonight's game. If you're listening, yes, plus seven sixty. Embiid has to dunk twice and get one block and get one. That is correct. Look at you with yeah. the, That's the. I did some research today. You want to how many times he's dunked in eight games? Yeah, I would love to know that. What is it? Eight. <laughs> Do you know how many times he's dunked in forty two playoff games? What? Forty one. <laughs> So, so like you so you're have saying to, don't don't I'm saying like I would still do it because I think it's plus seventy six. I was just plus surprised at that. Yeah, plus seven sixty. I was just surprised at that. Yeah. So again, and he's probably mad because he should have won so MVP. It is. Joel Embiid. Plus, yeah, that's a big thing. The over on Embiid tonight, as again to Elliot's point, it is plus seven sixty odds for all customers for Game Five 
tonight, if you listen to this quick, boosted odds of plus 760 on Joel Embiid to have over two dunks and over- Two or more. Well, two plus. over two dunks. In okay, never mind. Then. So I'm just going to go with what's written on the actual- That's a good way to go about yeah. it. Um, over two dunks and over one block in tonight's game. So I don't know whether that's, I'm sure there's fine print. Take a look. Right. Um, maximum bet is $10. Website is all the terms and conditions. Again, it's all customers. So go to betparks.com to get that deal. Betparks where odds, bets, slots, and games all come together in perfect harmony right in your pocket. It is a blast. The app is easy to use. It's intuitive, easy to deposit. Easy withdrawal, and again, it's just more fun when you have some action on it. So it's the only way to put it. It's the only way to put it. And again, the deal uh, for new customers: sign up now, you get a uh, 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 risk-free bet up to seven hundred. You can do it. It's almost there. I was yeah, like, oh, you can I'm do trying it. to read and look, and I got six things going. Seven hundred fifty dollars risk-free bet. Just use our promo code GoBirds. That's G O B I R D S. You must be twenty-one in President Pennsylvania or New Jersey gambling problem. Call one eight hundred GAMBLER. Wow, you have that part memorized. I have it memorized. Good job by you. Thanks, buddy. Um, Say it enough times. Yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I could probably do the reads without actually looking at anything. I just don't want to screw it up. That's why you're the goat. So I I, I prepare. But I could probably just do it without looking at this. Point. I prepared for the segment. I'm so excited. We've, we've got done it written it. down. It's I, the title of the pod. I just enlarged the I font. always love, so a little inside baseball. Or what did you say? Like beside baseball? or <laughs> Inside the clubhouse. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like yeah. Outside baseball. Behind, anyway, the, little behind inside, the plate. A little inside baseball. One of the... Um, to Elliot's point before, where like this leads thing, like it's a bummer, and I feel for you, but like it's a you know real first world problem that we're talking. about. Oh yeah, here. for sure. This is the saddest thing in life. One of the the it is, my, one of my struggles in life, you know, one of my consistent struggles, yeah, is coming up with titles for things. You know, always where Elliot and I, we uh, go yeah. back and forth. You know, I'm, I just, it's tough, and I really stress about it sometimes. And sometimes I'll be sitting there like really being like, what do I title this? It's really nice. To- oh, I guess you title things for the pod. I do it every day. Yes, yes, yes. So I yes. do this a lot, but I also every day I have to do eight podcasts for WIP yes. Midday Show. And it, like, I, like, it drives me crazy. So coming in, knowing Elliot's 15-win schedule or something thereof it's is a the relief. title. It's a relief. It's a relief. I came in so I guess we know we're titling this. Yes. Elliot's 15-win schedule. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Schedule. This is the yeah. title. Yes. yes. Okay. Um, All right. So small caveat. Yours, we know what game two is. I also thought it was interesting. So the NFL announces it's week two, Eagles. Uh, Minnesota at Eagles Monday Night Football. I thought it was interesting. The Eagles announced it as their home opener. Yeah, it's a we- uh, they weird. They didn't have to. Like, no, I'm they just did. surprised because the NFL weird that didn't they let everyone like know that. that they'll be on the road to start and all that. So, so that weird. must mean they, they like they know they're on the road. Of course, obviously, right? Yeah, but it's of just course. interesting because they normally don't get the schedule for you know yeah. five six hours before. Uh, it is interesting. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that was one. So anyway, so I had a slight tweak. I adjusted my schedule. So that it would reflect that. But the good news is they're beating the Vikings and they're beating the team I was going to have week one anyway. Well, I'm guessing so. if you have 15 wins, there, there aren't they're many losses. Quite a so yeah, lo- beating... lo- it should work out. All right. Way. So for everyone that doesn't know, this is the the object of this exercise is I put together, I think, what the Eagles should hope to see when they're The perfect schedule. Yes. If they could, if the NFL said to them, Eagles, you can put together your schedule. This is how I think they would do it. And for those who don't know, 8 o'clock Thursday night yes. is the official schedule release. I'm sure we'll get more leaks. Like I'm sure by the time that happens, we'll know more than just the home yes. opener. But but 8 o'clock Thursday night, the schedule will be out. Yes, and I will be... Well, it will be raging it up in Miami. Yeah, I'll have some takes, I would think. You're damn right, All buddy. right. Week one, I originally had this in Philly, but it's too good to pass up. Week one at Washington. Yeah, like I, I, I so maybe the Eagles wouldn't pick this one. I got to be honest, but like it's too good not yeah, to be. Week so one. knowing coming in, 
before you had to flip it around, I assumed Washington here in Philly was your first game. Though. Yes. Okay. I had it Monday. I had it Sunday night football, Washington at Eagles. Love it. So here's the thing about Washington week one. A, like high risk, high reward. Because mm-hmm. if you win that game, it's huge. If you go to Washington and beat Carson and Jalen outplays Carson, huge. If you go there and lose and yeah. Carson plays well, not good. That is such a like downer to start the season. Yeah. Like, can you imagine a world where they go to Washington and Carson outplays Jalen and they no, lose? No, it's not possible. Like Gannon struggles, Hurts doesn't play it well. Like, it it's not impossible. It's but I think they win at Washington. Okay. I think like I just I don't think Jalen will lose to Carson. That's really okay. the only way I can put it. And yeah. I don't think Carson has it in him, frankly, to beat the Eagles. I don't either. Carson stinks. He's a total loser. Outside of the stink thing, I, I wrote just a this. Loser. Like Eagles fans have seen that Carson in big games is unreliable, dude, and this is a big game. The dude had a winning in against the team with the first pick in the draft. Yeah, you're right. And he lost. But you would agree. Winning in! For him, the Eagles game is a huge game. Yeah. Like, it's, it's in his head. I think it's, it's not just another game. I think it's game. bigger for him than it is for the Eagles. For the Eagles, it's like, it's it's a game. Like, and I, for I Eagles fans, that. it's big. For the players on the roster. For, I'm talking about for the Eagles players, and the Eagles as an organization, it's bigger for Carson Wentz than it is for the I agree. All right, so 1-0. Week 2. As we know, home versus Minnesota. I mean, stone-cold win. Monday Night Football. They're I think not it, losing Minnesota here. I don't care when I the agree. game is. Yes. And also, I think home opener, I do believe, like especially if they win Some week juice. one, people will be excited. You remember Monday against night. San Francisco, they lost that game, but that place was crazy after their win over yeah, Atlanta. And it was also a 1 o'clock game. It's very different. This place will be, you know, people will be partaking all day. Yeah, crowds will be, be excited. Be nuts in there. And Kirk Cousins primetime. Kirk Cousins primetime. Not good. Yeah, uh, eight and seventeen, I believe. Yeah, something like that. And then the other thing is, if if you're a, if you're out there and you want them to sign Bradbury, do something in the secondary. Nothing will motivate Howie to do something in the secondary, like the idea of Justin Jefferson running all over his oh, defense in prime time. Oh, oh, oh. Love right? it. By the yes. way, did you see the the Rager Twitter thing? Yeah. So I guess you think it means he's back. I've always thought he'd be back. Yeah. I th- I've always thought he was going to be on the roster. We've argued about this. You, yeah. you were like, oh, he won't. Be. I'm like, I. Until Jalen Rager is not an eagle, I'm going to believe he's going to be. There. I'm not sure. He's but... the fifth receiver. All right, week three. By the way, week three, which the the most important thing that happened with this release, being that it's Monday night, the 19th. They don't do buys that early in the season, so that means that they will not be playing on Thursday. They will not be playing back to back Mondays. Obviously, that means that I get a birthday game this year, Sunday the 25th, my birthday. Your birthday is Sunday, September 25th? I mean, my birthday is September 25th. It is a Sunday this year. Wow. How about that? that? So they're going to win. Well, good news. I have them winning. (laughs) So good, good, good. good. Home versus Jacksonville. Good for you because you get- on you my get, birthday. You get Dougie Give me this. Payback. This is this is just a guaranteed win on my birthday. This is all I need. I think I think the Eagles want Jacksonville early because yeah. they're a team that's molding. I think I think like every year there's a game on the schedule where you look at now and you're like that's a win, and then when they play it you're like wow this is really tough. I do think Jacksonville could be that team, like because they have a Lawrence quarter- could take a leap. Exactly, if Lawrence takes a leap, and I think Doug is at, at very least a competent head coach, if not in my opinion, a good coach. Certainly better than Urban Meyer. That's yeah, for sure. sure. So, and they have talent. Like we can mock all the deals they handed out, but they added good players. So I think you want them early while it's still kind of molding. Doug's teams traditionally have not been hot starting teams. I know he started his first two years he started well, but then after that they started slow. So I think you want them, and that's at home. So you go. At Washington, home versus Minnesota, home versus Jacksonville. I think New- philosophically you want easy games early, period. I think getting yes. out to a hot start, 100% building agree. momentum is the most important thing in terms of this game. Yes. If they could get out, I mean, they'll get two and five last year, how much that like hurt them. Not yeah. just in the standings, but just from like a 
Now, granted, they bounced back, so maybe they were taking. Mm-hmm. But no, but I think it matters. I think yeah. it absolutely matters. I mean, they're three and zero here. They're they're about going to run here. All right, week four at Arizona. Okay, so this is a tough game. Well, here's why it's not. Oh, oh because well, Parks, no DeAndre, DeAndre, so DeAndre Hopkins, yeah. and, and I put it week four because he's suspended six games in case it gets moved to four. You're still protected by that. I don't think it's going to go less than four. I don't even think it's going to get changed. But just to be safe, also Kyler stuff going on. They ended bad last year. You saw them without DeAndre. They're not that good. So I think they could go to only, Arizona. Only win. counter, I would say, the wanting Arizona early is it does seem like Kyler wears down over the course of the season. Fair. So that would be the only counter. But I agree. It, wearing down versus no DeAndre guaranteed, I would take no DeAndre. No DeAndre. So I agree with you. All right. Week five, home versus Pittsburgh. Keep in mind they're 4-0 at this point. Oh, buddy. Pittsburgh, I thought early because they're a team that's going to have quarterback questions. Mm-hmm. I don't really trust Mitchell Trubisky at all, so I think you're probably moving to Kenny Pickett at some point. And whenever oh, you go small in, small hands, huh? Yeah, your boy. Five so, fumbles, six fumbles will get. So great. by week five, I think they're either getting ready to move to Pickett or they've already started Pickett, and he's still early on. And I think you want a rookie early on. And also, Pittsburgh's a team I think that gets better as the year goes on. I would, I'd prefer to have Pittsburgh early. I'm and fine it's with home. that. I'm fine with that. You go with that. Yeah. All right. Five and zero. <laughs> yep. Week six. The record as we go is going to be pretty. Hard. Yeah. Well, they have a loss coming up. Week six. <laughs> oh, at, they're going to lose a game. Good to know. Well, yeah, two. Remember. <laughs> week six <laughs> at Giants. I think you get them early again. Yeah. Like coaching staff that's still kind now, of. It does seem they've been lumping NFC East games at the end of the year. The last well, couple years, yeah, they have a lot. Okay, yeah. so you have that. So yeah, I took that's, that. Is into that account. like that's clearly a purpose? It's definitely thing. a thing. Yeah, yeah. it's okay. definitely a thing. Anyway, go ahead. So look, they could lose to the Giants. Like I don't. Think, I think they're. And you can do this with every. Look, they game. lost last year. The Giants. Exactly. We lost know. to the Giants. We know last that anything year, right? can happen with that. But series. they're a better team than the Giants, without a doubt. So six and zero. Oh. All right. So this, I think, is their toughest stretch. But I think it's actually what they would prefer. So I go week seven home versus Green Bay. Week eight home versus Tennessee. Week nine at Indy, and then their bye week. Wow! So you're you're get, like going strong. So into just the get them all out of the way because I think a they're not going to lose three in a row in my opinion. So you're you have one of those as a win. I have them losing to Green Bay, beating Tennessee, and beating Indianapolis. To be honest, when I make my like official predictions, I'll probably have them losing to the yeah, Colts. Yeah. But just for the vibes, you know. I agree. I think they could beat the Colts, and you're, you're going into so the bye. It's so funny how much, and I like you. We talked about this on our walk home the other day, and you were saying, oh, you know, I think for Sirianni, like they could care for him, and yeah. like it would matter to him certainly more than it matter the Colts to face Sirianni or whatever. Um, it is, and we get it with Washington twice, so it's it's all good. But like, I was really excited for the Colts game, and now it's just I like know. now it's yeah whatever yeah all good, and it's yeah. not like a cool place to visit. No, and it is tough. Like I think like. I could see the Colts going one way or the other, but I could absolutely see Matt Ryan at 36 or whatever getting into a better situation with a better offensive line and being better. You know, yeah, or, and they could be or good. I could see him being or cooked. Or I could see him being cooked. Yeah. Exactly. So I could see a lot of outcomes for there, but I wouldn't be shocked if he's good and they're good. And I think like the Eagles have a really good run defense. So you're in that way, you're built to kind of beat the Colts. That's why I think they beat Tennessee. I think mm-hmm. they're very well beat built to beat Tennessee. They're a good run team, so you put it on Ryan Tannehill. Also, on the other side of the ball, they're going to presumably run it you know, a fair amount, so you're controlling clock, giving Titans less possessions. So I think they win that game. The loss is to Green Bay. I actually think there's like a non-zero percent chance the Packers don't make the playoffs this year. Yeah, look, I think it's Oh, there's be- seven teams, but... Yeah, and I think the best thing the Packers have going for them is their division. Yeah. The Bears and Lions are... Actually worse than Washington Giants. You know, right, we well, don't about, remember like, your boy Dan Campbell. Yeah, well, I mean, it is what it is. I right. like Dan Campbell. I, think he's, I know I think you do. That's what I'm saying. there, but Jared, Goff, Jared Goff's still his quarterback. What's right. he supposed to do? Um, I 
that's actually worse too. Like if Giants and Washington, it's like, oh, we get those teams four times. I'd rather have the Bears and Lions four times. So that well, is they an get advantage. the Bears and Lions. No, I know. Yeah. I'm saying I'm rather be agreed. A, you know, so that is an advantage. Um, all right, so I have them at set eight and one heading into the bye week. So they went two and one versus Green Bay, Tennessee. Shades of 2017. All right, so they come off the bye. They go at Dallas, prime time, loss. They just never win in Dallas. Mm-hmm. I feel like in my time covering the team, I've maybe seen them play well in Dallas like twice. Yeah, like it's rare. It seems they always just go there. Twenty seventeen, they did great in Dallas. That one year it was a thirty-seven and nine or whatever that. Yeah, yeah, and I think and then, I can't remember any two others. You know. I mean, and the the other concerning thing Recently, is like I mean. Jalen has really struggled against Dallas. Yeah, like two of his worst games of a pro, as a pro, arguably his worst game. The Giants game, he had four interceptions, but they almost won that game. Like Dallas, he just looked like completely I think lost. That, I thought the Dallas game was the worst yeah. I've ever seen. I thought it was horrible. That game. So I put so, that. So they're eight and two right now. So so eight so, and two. So, so they're winning about, the rest of the game. I was game. just going to say they're winning nine straight. They're winning the nine season. straight. Well, let me tell you Talk these games. Talk about rolling into the playoffs. I mean, you tell me where the loss is. Ready? At Houston. It's a win. Okay. Home versus New Orleans. I mean, probably a win, but that's okay, a Okay, probably know, a win. Toss-up game. At Detroit. Win. At Chicago. Win. Home versus Washington. Probably a win, yeah. Home versus Giants. Yeah, again, you could, I could see them losing any of those yes, four games. Yes, without that caveat. Yes, yes. yes, win. And then home versus Dallas. Yeah. You know, that's the, that's okay. the game, right? So why wouldn't you have some of these easier games earlier? Like, so, like we said, get off to a hot start. Because here's give me what. Houston. Give me Chicago, like weeks two, three, four, like... I guess two. I agree with that, but here would be my my two counters as to why I mm-hmm. did it this way. A, I do think they have an easy start. Washington, Minnesota, Jacksonville, Arizona. There's a chance none of them are it in the playoffs. It is pretty astounding how bad their schedule is. I mean, and Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh might, might not I be in the playoffs. I put Minnesota and Pittsburgh though above all those other teams you just mentioned. Like I put them above Houston, the Detroit, above the Giants. Agree, but Washington. I, here would be my question: When you put together your playoff predictions, do you think you'll have Minnesota in the playoffs? No, probably not. But like, so the point is, Minnesota wasn't originally at the front for you. You had to. Put I them had there. them at the end. Originally, yeah. I had week two Chicago. Oh, okay, there we go. Yeah, exactly. that was my point. Exactly. Because so you, yeah. you chose this. I get that now. It totally changes everything. Right. Okay. But but I also think like this. This is why the schedule would be perfect. Because a, you get e- winnable games to start. Maybe not easy, but winnable games to start. And then at the end, like you go through again with the way this is built by week week ten. Then Dallas, which is tough, but Houston, Saints, Detroit, Chicago, Washington, Giants, Dallas. Like, they could be favorite, and we never know how it'll play out, but they could be a favorite in every one of those games. Can you imagine the Eagles winning nine straight 10? Rolling into the playoffs with a 15-2 and two record after winning nine straight. When did they go straight. last year? Like, 6-1 and one or? Yeah, but dude, right. I'm just saying, fifteen. they were 9-8 nine, nine, last year. Right. If they go 15-2 and two and win the last nine heading into the playoffs, like, we are, like, freaking out about yeah. the Super Bowl. Like, they're the, they're the one seed. But I think that's why with this schedule, like, this would be their ideal schedule. At Detroit, easy win. At Chicago, presumably an easy win. And then you're home versus the division. So, mm-hmm. like, at that point, you just take your chances with that. Mm-hmm. And that's how I came up with 15 wins. <laughs> and again, like, I don't, I'm not predicting they win 15 games. But when I went through and I built my schedule, I built a schedule, and then I was like, oh, I'll go through and do a win-loss. That's what I came up with. It's pretty wild. And I think the only one you could really fight me on is the Colts. Well, I definitely, yeah, I think the Colts is a tough one there. Right. Especially if you're playing Green Bay and Tennessee and then going to Indy. Like, that's a tough stretch of football. But the, the, stre- the, the counter I'd make to you is, do you think they'll lose three straight? No, but I, I think they could lose two of three and then. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I mean, they you might have them at 14 wins. No. <laughs> I don't know. All right, let me do your schedule. Just go all through right, your off. But yeah. don't do not do it with the whole, like, well, they're not going to win all the games. Well, that's the problem I always do. But that's just fine. say if you think they would win the game. Just right. instant, all right. this is how it's done. Right. At Washington. Win. At Min- home versus Minnesota. Win, but that's close. Okay, so win. Home versus Jacksonville. 
Win. At Arizona. Loss. Okay. You're just being No, difficult. I think they could All easily right. lose that okay. game. Home versus Pittsburgh. I think a win. At Giants. They're going to lose one game in the NFC East, but I, that's the point, though. They okay. are going to, they're not going to sweep the division, right? Even though you have them going 15-2, you don't actually think they're going to sweep the division. I don't actually think they're going to sweep the division. Yeah. Well, you have them losing Dallas anyway. But still, I think they lose one of the four games. I think they go 3-1 and one against versus, the Giants okay, so I'll, I'll give them a loss. Give then. them a loss. Well, no, I'll take Washington in Washington as a loss. So you're going to lose Carson? Probably. I mean, right. I think Washington's better than the Giants. So, yeah. Okay. So you have one loss so far, right? I'm going to end up with 12 wins. I can already tell. All right. Green Bay. Loss. Yeah. Titans win at Colts loss. So you're at four right now. Yeah, and then I think my Dallas one at more. Dallas at Dallas loss. So you're at five. All right. Oh yeah, that's right. Cause they're seventeen. And then I'm gonna win the rest. Houston Saints, Wins. Chicago, Detroit, Washington Giants, Dallas. Twelve and five. Out. I think I'm gonna have them going twelve and five this year. Honestly, I that's think that's pretty crazy. That's like a pretty. That's oh, buddy, I can't do twelve wins. No way they win twelve games. The 11, only eleven. The only thing I think the Eagles season is going to go one of two ways. In fact, I'm sure of this. I love it. I love when you. They do are either I love going, when you do that. I think. In fact, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm Big positive. Thing. They are either going to win like twelve games, or they are going to not make the playoffs. Like, because I think it'll be so clear early it's on. Such if a ridiculous statement. But I'm saying, it, I'm saying, like, if Jalen was it clear early last year when they were two and five and, and, yeah, but, and they, six? It, but they ended up it's, well. First oh, of all, their schedule was really easy, yeah. and then but they made I'm the saying, what, are, uh, what are the chances that Jalen is like? If Jalen is just ten percent better could go than nine he, and eight, if he's the same as. But last what if year? he's like ten percent better? Then I think they go ten and whatever. Yeah. Like, but again, I don't think it has to be twelve or nothing. I think you're crazy. I, I think with the Eagles in the first two thing. weeks, we will know. I, we will know. Possible. I don't know. Though, if you but, look at last year, they were kind of what they were all last year in the yeah, first two games. Yeah, but like we won't like after that first, like if they have the Atlanta game, we're like ah. You right. know I mean, it's hard to tell. I, I know what you're saying. I think there's a chance that they come out week one and they drop like 35 points, or they come out week one and it's like they have six points at halftime and Jalen's struggling and the panic is at an all time high. <laughs> so I think this season either going to be like. Jalen did it, like Jalen made the jump, or it's going to be yeah. wow, this is ugly. I think I think you're speaking in extremes, but I get your point. When do I not? I know. You're yeah. very good at it. When do I not? All right. So um, that's where I'm at. I like it. Elliot, official prediction, 15 wins. We got it'll be it. interesting when the schedule actually comes out. I know. We're almost there. And yeah. we will. Uh, I'll be on with Joe Giglio and Ruben Frank Thursday yes. night on WIP talking about the schedule, so we'll put that audio in the feed so i uh, get a little something because Elliot will be away. Bailing on and us when Giglio the schedule comes and out. and Rube. You know. And then I get pow- Fritz on Saturday. What did, you know. All types of voices besides mine. Just all mine. kinds of, you'll, yeah. you'll hear everyone but Elliot talking yeah. about this. People are like, thank God. <laughs> There's a portion of the crowd saying, <laughs> Rube, Gilio, and Fritz. Not me. Buddy. You'll take it. Not me, buddy. Um, all right, last thing before uh, we get out of here. Because uh, you have to go on the radio. Yeah. Big time over there. Um, Tom Brady. Yes. Oh, you want to talk about Tom- this? Right. Of course I want to talk yeah. about this. So for those who didn't see it, I'm sure you did because it was the biggest news of the day. But Tom Brady... Whenever he's done playing, whether it's the end of this year or another year or whatever, is going straight into the Troy Aikman seat, straight into Fox, a 10-year, $375 million contract for Tom Brady to call games. What are your thoughts? So I was walking down the street with Kristen probably about a week ago, and I was saying, like, it's crazy when you think about life, how you only see it. Obviously, you try to see other people's perspective, mm-hmm. but I only know what it's like to be me. You know, like I just only know what it's Everyone's like to be the hero of their right? own story. Can you imagine what it must be like to be Tom? Brady? I've I've done this before. I've, I've done that. the like, exercise where you try and stop and put yourself in the right. Like wow, like I've thought about it too with like um like presidents or like world yeah. leaders. We're like imagine imagine 
being the president of the United States. And what's crazy like, is where you're like you're in charge of like everyone. And what's crazy is we'll never know. No, we'll never. It's know. not like you know, no, like yeah. oh, it's not like oh, in our next. Well, that's a deeper conversation. Oh, but, you yeah, we've had to go reincarnation. Yeah, there. but like, that well, I will never date. know. So my Tom Brady takeaway from this is like. Of course, like this is <laughs> this is just what happens with. Look, he's he has earned a great life. Yeah. He's worked hard. He's been a phenomenal football player, and this is now this day and age, he struck at the right time. Yeah, like if this was five years ago, he's probably, you know, getting like a tryout. Job yeah, or whatever. Now he, I mean, he probably would have gotten a job, but he's definitely not getting three hundred seventy five well, million dollars. He's not getting he. If Tom Brady does this five six years ago, or whatever, before like probably gets Tony, like ten mil a year, and now he's getting thirty. Right, and he probably doesn't start in the main seat, like all those things. He might. He's Tom Brady. But I'm saying the Tony Romo thing really changed. It that. did, but he's still Tom Brady. Like it be, it, he is the ultimate. But without anomaly. Romo, he's the he might not be. It might without Romo though. It might not be viewed like Romo As, getting I get what it. he got. Like to go quick, yeah. but I I still think I think this is the one person where it might it might not matter because he's Tom Brady. So and my other take is I think he's worth the money. I think he's going to be amazing. Well, it's not even that he. I think he's well, going to be amazing. I, I don't think so. I don't. I think you can go either way with this. This is I've thought a lot about this. Like I think you go either way where you say. None of those guys are worth the money because no one, everyone's watching NFL games no matter what. Like we're right. not saying, oh, if Tom's not calling the game. I'm not watching. We're all watching it. So like you could argue that that none of them are worth it. You could also argue, on the flip side, that this is a multi-billion-dollar thing and they have billions of dollars to play with. So it's like he's worth a hundred million. Like whatever, it doesn't matter. So you could go either way. I think in reality, like in terms of like just pure worth, he's probably worth nothing. People are watching the games anyway. They're not tuning out because of the announcing. Well, so in terms of added benefit i don't think you actually add much but you add it in the sense that you sound big it's more important on stuff there is added stuff to it but in terms of like worth the money probably not so a i think there's a chance when you just t- talk about the eyeballs and the attention that this is going to get that he might be worth it like in one or two years alone like i get what you're saying that in order for it to be you think more people are going to watch well, no, no, NFL no, no. this was going to say with you. Okay. i agree that they're probably not going to get like a noticeable huge bump for more than a game or two but but, I think what Tom Brady says every week is going to be talked about. Maybe it doesn't mean people are tuning there in. There is value but like, to it. There will be throughout be the week videos on of, WIP. Oh, there's totally value to it. But again, it's like, is it proportionate to $37 million a year? Well, that's in terms the question. Of eyeballs and people. Are you getting new football viewers because of it? Well, Probably so not. So it's like with a business, right? When you pay, when you pay for marketing, it's because you want to sell a product. Like that's ultimately why you do it, right? But so you pay a lot of money to get people to notice you. The question with Fox is, is $37 million a year, like, is that worth it to them if they don't make $40 million off of it? Is it just worth it for them to have well, that was everybody my, that in the was world my talking point. about that Fox? That was my yeah. point. That's what I was saying is, I, I think you could say it's totally not worth it because no one's worth that because they're not leaving anyway. Or you could say it's worth it because you have all this money in it and it does matter to sound big to, to see. Right. I could go either way on it. I mean, keep, think, think about this. Every single sports outlet slash news outlet in America is talking about this today. Yeah. Imagine if I, I said to a company, I will get you talked about on every single news outlet in the country today, what yeah. that is worth money-wise. I don't right? I don't know what it's worth. I don't know either, but, thing. but that's what I'm saying. So I, I think know. like there's an argument. I don't know if it's worth much in terms of like, for, you said, like, for watching NFL games. Again, like does it change the viewership? I mean, how much is a Super Bowl ad worth? Right, but that's my point. Is does it change the viewership? If we're ultimately talking about all this is to get people to watch a is football game. Is that the game. goal, though? That's the question. Yeah, of course Or is it the is. goal just to get talked about? That like what's that, what's that matter? The goal is to, to yes, it's to be present and important. But in terms of like the dollars and cents of it, it's it's how many people watch and how much money can we make off the people that watch through advertising and all that stuff. So right. like so like does it change the viewership? 
No, I don't think so. I don't think anyone is so not think, watching Game of Thrones. I think it does, but the question on a, is on a minuscule scale. Yeah, I don't think it really matters, but I do think it matters for those other reasons we're talking about. The kind of like less direct reasons. So I think it's so. I think there discussion. is a a real chance that the first game he calls is the biggest thing that goes on that week. Again, I, I it'll be look. It's a big deal. I, I think he's forgetting whether it's worth the price or not. I think he's going to be awesome. At so it. I saw a tweet. I think he's going to be awesome at it. I saw a tweet, and I apologize, not trying to steal it. I just forgot who it was. What do you think the chances are if the Bucks aren't in the Super Bowl this year? Tom Brady's in. The I booth. saw someone tweet that. I yeah. think very high. I think so too. I think likely. Yeah. Um, and also look, I like I like guys who come straight off the field because I think you know you just know the league, you know the players in it. You can yep. talk way more intelligently about it. And he has a personality. And he has a personality. Yeah. And then on top of that, like Richie made a great point in the air today when we were talking about it too. He's like, this guy has been so like football focused and so like Tom Brady just works his ass for those things and stuff like to actually like, hear how he thinks about the game to hear him talk about other players all stuff like, we never get that with Tom Brady well think about this imagine Tom Brady had been the Eagles quarterback so they've won seven Super Bowls mm-hmm. so it's a much different world yeah, well, Jesus. okay but imagine an Eagles quarterback signing a deal where once he retires he gets 37 oh, million dollars the reaction would be like he's lucky he plays for a sports town where like they don't really care. Oh, I know. It's all retired people. Oh, anyway. I know. So Everyone, like, yeah, we would be like, what? Could you imagine? You're already the, one foot out the door. Yeah, exactly. Already right. retired once. Now right. he's back. Now he's getting totally. dirty. Like We'd first bad him. game, it crush would be him. like, oh, no wonder because he's too yeah. busy prepping for his thing. Now if he won us seven, two, it's different. Like if he was still in the place where he won, the, he only won one there, so it's a little different. But I know right. what you mean. If he but won I have seven, a question. do you think if they won seven Super Bowls and he did this, people would be forgiving? You think so? Okay. Seven Super Bowls. Like, I agree, you know, bro. But, go, you do you. Yes, I, I agree, would totally I, be you do you. But as we I know, think people are, are very still much fine a with him going to Tampa moment. and winning there. Like they're like, whatever, man. You give us six. Thank you. You rule. We love you, buddy. Like but that's what it is. There's nothing they that are, but it's six or seven Super Bowls. Like come on. But there's nothing as aggravating to fans as feeling like, especially I, in Philly, as I feeling that the players me, are not all I, the way. But in. I think that if we had seven Super Bowls, we would be different. Fans. I think it would be a lot of this. It'd be calls in saying, "Look, I respect everything he did, but if you're not going to be committed, then retire." I, I honestly, I honestly don't. Again, if he had just won us one, maybe not. But if he won us six or seven Super Bowls here, I honestly think we would be okay with it. Yeah, that, you're only right. because of that. But I just but think I it's an point. interesting dynamic. It's an, the the person I feel worse for, and I, they haven't announced it, but I'm guessing whoever's going to be in that Greg job, Greg Olson yeah. or whatever. I, I they haven't announced it'll be him, but I would guess it's him. He worked with Burkhart last year. Like it's like, hey, buddy, keep the seat warm for a year. Like it's so messed up. Here's why I don't feel bad for him. Because he's probably going to make a ton of money doing sure, it. Sure, I don't, like, in, a, in a grand scheme it's a still of things, a, it's I still an amazing opportunity yes. for him. Um, I don't like, really feel bad, but I feel bad. I know what you're saying. Yeah. It's an awkward it's, situation. It's, yeah. Um. All right. We're done. Yes. It's bachelor party time. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to hear all about Fun it. stories next week. Uh, we'll be back. Uh, I will put the, the audio in the feed Thursday night. Check it out if you're listening to WIP 7 and 9 when we talk about the schedule release. Then Fritz and I on Saturday. Any final thoughts before we get out of here, buddy? No, I feel like I gave you almost all of them. You I mean, literally everything. everything in my life right I now really think, is a yeah. bachelor party. The Leeds text chain. The thing. Leeds text chain. The tweet chain. The shirt. And, you know, trying to help Kristen with the I, I, I hope your bachelor party is great and I hope you have fun. I'm way more riled up about this Leeds thing. Like, respond to my buddy. I this agree. is making me crazy. Please, I like, agree. you should see his face. Like, it's you're it's actually so, sad about honestly, it. Honestly, we're joking, but like, if people could see your face, like, you're actually well, sad. Especially because I get so much interaction with my other yes. tweets that, like, <laughs> I almost didn't even say on the pod because I don't want people to see how sad it is. Oh, it's like buddy. this guy that's like in there, like, verified, you know, like 95,000 followers, and he's like, just nothing. Just It's oh. like speaking into the abyss. I'm lucky <laughs> if I get one like in, like, you know, days of the tweets. Yeah. I'm pulling for you, buddy. I Thank you. It. All right. Uh, we'll be back later. Have fun on your bachelor party, buddy. We're all thinking about you. We're all 
Okay, wait. I will. I'll be good. It'll be fine. It will be. All right. He's LM James. Talk to you soon.